0: From local to global, we bring you the best conversations with your favorite athletes and Olympians.
1: This is the olympics.com podcast. Podcast.
2: Here we go with another olympics.com podcast and midway through this world mental health month, we have a remarkable episode, one that might also be called sharing is caring. And this rare air of competition first happened at Tokyo 2020 and it you know, set the sporting spirit all aglow. One of the most memorable happenings at Tokyo 2020, probably remember, it was in the men's high jump final. Mutaz Ayesa Barsham of Qatar and Gianmarco Tamberi of Italy were tied after a long process. Then something inexplicably wonderful happened, and it was by the book. In high jump and pole vault, they keep jumping until they've missed three jumps in a row ties are broken when one has more misses at a certain height. Here's where it gets interesting. If both are still tied, officials go back and count the total number of misses in the entire final. Then if there's still no difference, the two are supposed to go to a jump off course to determine gold and silver. But when an official at the Tokyo 2020 men's high jump final event told Barsham and Tom Berry that a tie was possible, both win gold, (laughs) they jumped at it. Here's that moment of competition bliss.
0: Wonderful theater. Ah, Tambiri and Bosham are going to share the gold medal. Yep, look at them celebrate. What a moment in Olympic sport. The Olympic spirit writ large there. For them to decide to share it, do we have to go? No, we're going to share it.
2: Can't hide the sheer euphoria, relief, and yeah, companionship, the essence of mental health in the moment. The end of the all-time competition, stress and anxiety. Absolutely a warm and fuzzy golden moment. And thus, precedent was set. Which brings us to this podcast. Same thing happened at this summer's World Championships in Budapest. When Katie Moon, who, remember, won the gold at Tokyo 2020 in the pole vault event with her maiden name, Katie Nagat. When she reached that moment of the World Championship final with Australia's Nina Kennedy at the corner of competition and compromise. The defending world champion Moon and Kennedy had missed all three tries at 4.95 meters. Headed to a jump off until, hey, they realized we can just call it good. Split the gold medal. Oh Moon God. have decided, let's do the same thing and look at the emotion. When she was
3: kind of hinting maybe she'd want to share it, I was like, please, I'm exhausted at this <laughs> point.
2: What's not seen are oh, the free-flowing tears of relief, happiness, and as one said to the other, I guess we're friends for life. This is living mindfully to the max, sharing a career high and creating another all-time elite athletes moment. So there you have it. World Championship history made thanks to the precedent set at the Olympics. Our Nick McCarville recently enjoyed a chat with the co-gold medalists in the World Championships vault competition. Olympics.
0: All right. Well, Katie, why don't I start with you? We're a few weeks removed from the world championships and this moment that became, you know, so iconic for I think the two of you, but for so many people. Can you kind of rewind to how you see that moment now and what's come up for you the last couple of weeks in having that space from then to now?
3: Yeah. No. Looking back on it, I'm just I'm still just as happy that now as I was then. I know with every fiber of my being that that was 100 the right choice so there are no regrets looking back I mean as a competitor you always want to win right but in that moment it was like we we both did like sport is about finding who's the best on the day and on the day we were both the best so there's no shame in that for me we don't really get that moment to celebrate with our friends in the moment because our friends as in the people we compete against, we become good friends with them. And so often only one person walks away truly ecstatic. And so to have both of us really excited in that moment, it almost felt like a team thing. Like it was just, we don't, we don't really get that with two people truly just so happy with how it went. And so that was really fun. And
0: yeah, that's well said. And Nina, it feels like there was like this electricity not that anyone knew that this was going to be the end you know as the competition went but I wasn't in Budapest but it seemed like it was a very special event the crowd the electricity the level of competition Did, did it feel that way to you too
1: it was so special and Katie you can probably like vouch for this as well but Just the way it worked in terms of like the timing and the other events going on, it was like every single eyeball was on Katie and I. And it was like, I've never jumped in a stadium like that, let alone every single person watching us. And, you know, when we were having that conversation of, you know, do we jump off? Do we share this? It was like every camera, every eyeball, the commentators, it was like all down to that moment. And it was just like, it was so like... I think about it now. And I'm like, that was so special. And you know what, I don't know if timing wise or competition wise, we're going to get a competition or a night like that ever again in our career. And I'm just, I'm so glad we were a part of it.
3: Yeah. To have both of us, I I was just, I had said to someone else, anytime I've cleared 90, I have won. And so to to have both of us clear 90 and have to continue competing, I've never experienced that in my career. I don't know if many pole vaulters ever have, because even back when Isinbayeva was competing, it was like she would clear 70, 80 and be the last one in and then just go put it up at whatever she wanted. And so to battle and truly battle, and then the next bar was 80 first attempt. Like it just, it really was just such an exciting, crazy level of competition so to be a part of it it was really cool
0: katie i was reading that before you did not even know that like officially the olympic moment was the moment that i think you realized in tokyo that you can actually share you know when the guys did it in high jump that you can share so what was what was going through your minds when you you know you both you finish where you do and then you walk over and start to have that conversation with the officials
3: it was when nina had walked up because yes, I, like, I, like you said, I, until Tokyo, didn't realize you could do that. And I forgot, again, like it's just, it's something you don't think about because it really doesn't happen very often where the score sheet is exactly the same throughout the entirety of the comp. And so I know some people are thinking, oh, this is going to become the norm. Probably not, because so rarely do you actually end on a true tie and, and keep going, But it was, so I just assumed we were going into a jump off because we had to. And then when Nina walked up and I said, okay, it's going to go to a jump off. And I just saw this look of hesitation on her face. And I'm like, oh, we can tie. Oh, oh yes. That's an option. I I don't want to keep jumping. Like, (laughs) please, no, I'm so tired. (laughs) Like my last two attempts were Garbage. My first attempt was really good. I was so happy with that. I was just riding off of the adrenaline of that third attempt at ninety. My adrenaline was unlike anything I've ever experienced. After that, it just went sky high, and then it started to come back down. And second and third attempt were so bad, and it just I was fatigued past the point of return. So yeah, it just that it just clicked in that moment of like, oh yeah, we can share, and it seems like she wants to. Let's go. (laughs)
0: Nina, do you want to add anything to that?
1: (laughs) No, Katie summed it up and it was like, see, I kind of knew we could share like straight away because I was like, the men did it and – I don't know about in the States Katie but in Australia like it was a big talking point of like would you share that like especially in the athletic circles like would you share would you jump and it was always like this dinner conversation kind of thing and I was always like I'm never gonna share like
3: I want to be a winner but like in so funny you say that because when they did it I was like I don't know what I would do in that moment like I wasn't like mad at them for doing it but I was like Oh, like from a fan standpoint jump-offs are really we exciting and you always think in the moment like yeah I'd go yeah. for it but like oh my gosh when you're in it and you're exhausted Ooh. and you you can both walk away with it it's like yeah yeah that's it's and you like you yeah. don't truly
1: know until you're in that moment
3: and I was yeah. like
1: oh my god we we have to share this like yeah. this is incredible and like yeah well, and
3: that- when people have asked like would you share again and obviously nina has said she probably wouldn't and i respect that completely but i i will say because i have won a few outright, it's easier for me to sit here and be like yeah i'd share again like it's yeah i but i can only truly answer that in the moment yeah. it's because if we we had also said later when we were just talking about it like if we had gone out at 480 or 485, we probably would have kept jumping. Like it was just that point in the competition. It's just the way that it played out. Like that was both of our gut reaction in the moment, but that if things had played out differently and we had gone out sooner, had more energy left, like we, we probably would have kept jumping, but who's to say (laughs) that's just not what it was.
0: So can we, can we have some of that dinner conversation, Nina, because there has been, I mean, surprise, social media is what it is and (laughs) there's, a lot of pushback and a lot of people that have opinions behind keyboards and phones yeah. and all of that kind of stuff. What, what, and I know both of you have been outspoken about the approach, but when you look at that criticism, what do you want to say back to those people?
1: It's so funny because like a lot of people have kind of like come up to me and they're like, Oh, like well done. And they truly mean it. But then other people will come up to you and they're like, Oh, like well done. And you could just sense in their voice that it was like, yeah but you're not a true world champion like you shared that and it's kind of just like until you know how difficult our event is like you can't i think talk like and i think i don't know in hindsight and obviously katie and i weren't thinking about this in the moment but like i think it's just like been so good for like women in sport and just like yeah the girls and i don't know it sounds a bit like cheesy but like australia We're girls girls like, Australia was, like, this is, like, shit. Like, this is what sport is truly about. Like, it's about friends and, like, just, you know, like, connecting. And, like, if I think about it, I'm, like, that's what I truly value. Like, yeah, of course, like, I want to win and everything. But, like, winning with Katie was, like, we're going down in history. And, like, that's awesome, you know?
3: No, it's so true. And I I mean, like she said, until you have the pull in your hand and you've given absolutely everything you have, not just on that day, but two days earlier, we had the most exhausting prelim I've ever experienced. To put this in perspective, the year before, I took two jumps, one in warmups, one to clear the bar, and the prelim was over for me. I took seven jumps in our prelim this time. And it's a roller coaster of emotions because you're like, okay, do I have to jump again? That was good, I think I'm good and then you relax but then you have to pick up your adrenaline again and like it that competition felt like a full out competition even though we only jumped three bars in the competition it's still there is so much emotion behind it that then coming back two days later when i started jogging on the warm up track i went oh shoot i'm really flat like i'm tired today it's today is going to be a day of just like grit and battle and i think Some I specifically remember seeing a pole vaulter say this, which baffled me, but he was saying something to the effect of this is what they train their whole lives for. Like they could absolutely keep jumping. And I remember thinking I what I train my whole life for is to work so hard that on a day I feel off, I'm still contending for a world title. On a day when I'm flat, on a day when I'm not firing on all cylinders, I'm still in a position and we and and win. And we both did that. And so it's I think until you're literally in that position, having battled two days, basically back to back and have jumped two national records and have attempted an all time personal best and had a good day, like you just until you're out there sorry, but I'm not going to take your opinion super seriously.
0: Do you think it also, I think these kind of conversations can come up in sport too, where it allows people to kind of have this conversation around what is sports. And, you know, there's, especially at the Olympics, like it's about medals and it's about sort of success and we glorify it in so many ways. But Katie, it feels like it is an opportunity. And Nina was saying this too, of like, no, this is what sport actually means to me as an elite athlete. And I really understand everything it is to get to this level.
3: I think there's just so many levels to sport. It's yes, obviously, we all work our butts off every day to be the best to when we get to a world championships, be on that podium. My goal going into every competition, every major is make it to the final. And then once you're in the final medal. And then win but it's just okay jump next bar next bar next bar and we did that like at the competition ended and we both were the best and i the whole point of a world championship is finding who is the best on that day and and we did that and if people want to be mad that the world doesn't require us to jump off that's fine like be you that's okay i have no issue with people disagreeing with what we did. And having just a debate about it, as long as they're respectful of us as athletes and still say... That was an insane competition. Like they, I don't blame them at all. Mm. That sort of thing. And like the thing is, is like we followed the rules. It's not yeah. like
1: we broke any rules. Yeah, like we, we're allowed to do that. It's like yeah. okay,
3: <laughs> and we didn't stop early saying, "Yeah, we both won." Yeah, like let's like, just let's not rules. attempt ninety five. We're good. No, like yeah. we we three jumps, you're out, and we were. Yeah. And like we just said, I want to live to fight another day.
0: You Nina, know, what's it done? I mean, it, it seems like the two of you already had a, a pretty strong friendship, but has there been anything that has been unexpected in this whole process for your relationship? And, and I'm guessing then for the rest of women's football?
3: Tell me how great I am.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't know.
1: Like, for me, like, Katie, like, I look up to, you. you know, like, you're the Olympic champ. You're, like, the world champ. Like, you coming out last year and, like, winning that world championships. Like, I did... No offense i didn't think you could do it and it's like the amount of respect i have for you was like an athlete is crazy and then like you know athlete person like same thing i just think you're incredible so like when it came to like sharing with like one of the goats of the sport i was like oh my god like that's crazy to me like you know i don't know so i was just kind of like a no-brainer um and i just i just feel like it's gonna go down in like history especially for women's pole vault and like it's kind of nice that we're a part of that I don't
3: know it's cool and I think to piggyback off of that thank you that's so nice um (laughs) (laughs) um but it just it really is representative of what women's pole vault is genuinely like 99% of the women that I compete against I just I love so much like it's like You truly become friends with these people because you travel with them, you sit at meals with them, you room with them, and then you are competing for hours. You know how boring and lonely it would be if you didn't talk even like during competitions. And so you really, and I think too, what we do is so niche and rare that we really truly understand and respect what we put into this ridiculous sport in a way that not many people do so there's always that underlying level of respect and so i think you just really saw what women's pole vault is at the end of the day we all want to beat each other but we all really like each other too
0: (laughs) what um i mean obviously we're we're less than a year away from from the olympics where where is you know i'll throw this to you first where is women's pole vault i mean it seems like it seems like the level's really high it seems like the five meter mark is being pushed if not maybe going to be toppled what do you want people to understand about the the niche that katie was just talking about that y'all are pushing towards an olympic games
1: yeah you know everyone is kind of talking about the olympics straight away like once we finish budapest like the world championships you know just for context like what was katie talking about with the qualifying last year like we had to jump 450 to make the final this year we had to jump 465 which is just insane and i think it's just you know two years out from the olympics everyone's gearing up a year out everyone is gearing up and now next year like i just know that we're gonna have to clear like 95 Five meters to like win that gold medal like everyone is jumping out of their skin and it's just so cool to be a part of
3: it's cool to see the sport grow so much and obviously the heights while we you know I, I, while we might not have jumped a world record since Zimbayeva was jumping the depth the um, the number of women that are jumping 470 480 490 like I said I've never had to compete after 490 ever like that was surreal i was like oh my gosh are you kidding me right now like, know personal that, best at a world champs like that's but girls are showing up they're stepping up and it's even the, at the high school level we had a high schooler competing for team usa in the women's pole vault that in the final girls pole vault gosh she yeah in the final like yeah she showed up and jumped i believe a personal best to to make it to the final and it's just the depth of women's vault right now is crazy. So it's it's going to take a first attempt at something high. Yeah, 90, 95, maybe even five meters to win.
0: Where's the mentality right now? And if you don't mind kind of putting it in context around, you know, you guys have a big, what is it, nine, 10 months that are coming up. How are you trying to mentally stay fresh while also knowing that you're going to get some of this like battery charging time leading into Paris?
3: I always take at least four weeks off completely. Don't touch a pole. I don't do actually any sort of physical activity. <laughs> I, I do not work out. I don't run. I don't lift. I take at least four weeks off last year. It was six weeks because of how my year was just how much I struggled mentally post Olympic depression blues, however you want to phrase that I and so I just step away completely. So that I come back feeling totally refreshed and can give it absolutely everything that I have. But something that's big for me, too, and just keeping it fresh is just taking that time away, even mm-hmm. in season, to go be with my family, be with my husband, be my, my husband and I live at a distance. And so it's just like on the rest weeks that we have, I will go visit them and just taking time away from the sport so that it continues to be this fun thing that I get to do, and I don't get that burnt out feeling. Um, so that when I show up to training and to meets, it's I'm excited, and I am, yeah, all systems go.
0: What about for you, Nina?
3: Katie summed it up perfectly.
1: <laughs> no comment. No, but like in all seriousness, like pole vault and like being on the road for so long, like, you know, I leave Australia for like three plus months a year and I miss my family and I miss my friends and I miss my house. Like, you know, it is so mentally draining that, like Katie said, to come back the next season and to perform again, like, you know, you need a reset. I think, you know, any day job in Australia, like, you like you have to take four weeks off a year. So why isn't it the same for us kind of thing? So rest the body, rest the mind. Um, I'm excited to just not think about athletics for a little while. Switch off the socials and just, like, be normal, you know?
3: I don't know how you guys do that. I'm always in awe because I'm such a homebody. I If I couldn't go back home in between, I don't know that I could do this. I get I... So much credit for that.
0: The the plight of being an Australian.
3: Yeah. I know. What is- but then you get to live in Australia, which is beautiful. So with yeah. some.
0: <laughs> Katie Katie was kind of talking about this in context of the, you know, jump off versus sharing it. But what do people not understand about what pole vault is? You know, I mean, I, I think it's so easy to watch it on TV. They're clearing, you know, whatever heights it is, and the commentators I think give that context. But what do you want people to better understand about the the niche and the discipline that you guys are putting your life into?
1: Oh, it's a good question. And I'm trying to think. I just think like Katie, you summed it up really nicely in your Instagram post, but like what we do is dangerous. You know, like my training partner has missed the mat and broken both of his feet. Like it's dangerous. So I just think, like, mentally, you have to be 100% there. Like, if your mind is that little bit distracted, like, you're putting yourself at risk. And, you know, that competition that we did, it was by far the hardest competition I have ever done in my whole life, and it was getting dangerous. Like, you know, Katie, you said, like, your run-up was getting a bit iffy and, like, you know, that's scary and... Yeah, I don't know. People say, like, we, okay, like Katie, that comment you said of like, we train our whole lives for this, but like, we're not an endurance sport. Like, we have a few jumps in us and we jumped so bloody high. And the amount of energy that that took was like insane. And like, I can already feel myself like, I'm going to crash after this season. Like, I'm exhausted.
3: You said it all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think, I, you know, it doesn't have to, we don't have to like dive totally into the mental health world. But I think that that, Katie, was a little bit of what people realized with Simone Biles during Tokyo is that it's like, oh, wait, like you're doing all these crazy flips in the air. Like, that's hard for you? Like, that was shocking to people. That's
3: the thing. You, you're holding on to a fixed point. And when we run down... As long as you jump, you're going to get in the air. But the problem is you are gripping 14 and a half feet on, at least for me, I was on the stiffest pole I've ever jumped on, at that point, ever cleared a bar on. And you have to have that that extra oomph at the end to not just get off the ground, because you will get off the ground, but to land safely in the pit. That takes energy that we were losing. Um, And I think, gosh, I know people don't know, Pole vault, but if people, I think the, the what I've summed it up as for like if someone does weightlifting or whatever, it is the equivalent of you sprint thirty meters or thirty yards if you're <laughs> an American, you sprint and as soon as you finish, you pick up a heavy a heavy bar and do a heavy snatch and get it up over your head, and you can have all the rest in the world in between. But you get to a point where you cannot get that weight over your head anymore. And the problem is, like I said, we're going to get off the ground. But if we can't get it up over our heads, so to say, you're not going to land safely. You're going to land back on the runway. And I want to be clear, pole vault. as long as you have a knowledgeable coach and you are confident in what you're doing and you're like it it's not as dangerous as like the NFL or even gymnastics where there's all these variables and you land funny like all the time but again the reason that we have reached this level and avoided injury is by acknowledging what is my body feeling right now do I have anything left to give and as much as I don't want to sound like a like a diva or a brat it's like I know a thing or two about winning at a high level competition like I don't I don't want to sound like like cocky and saying that but Those people that were giving us such a hard time, we just jumped the best in the world on this day. Like, and if I was truly the people that said we were afraid to lose, it's like, no, I'm afraid to die. (laughs) Like, I'm not afraid to lose. I'm afraid to land back on the runway and shatter something. Like, and I'm okay saying that. That doesn't make me a bad pole vaulter. That doesn't make me a bad athlete. That makes me a smart human being.
0: Say it louder. (laughs) <laughs>
1: Ooh. just to your point katie it's also like i don't remember there being so much controversy about this when the men won in tokyo and yeah i'm just gonna put it out there
3: yeah i don't either now granted i wasn't looking at all the comments really closely but i certainly don't and what's funny is the comments that i've had that i've seen that say this is why i hate women's sports the men would never do this And then people will comment and be like, well, then you're going to hate this. And it's like the YouTube video of them sharing. It's like people just see a headline and have to comment. And they just, like I said, angry people are going to find things to be angry about and take their anger out on. And it's easy to take it out on someone that you don't know and you think they're never going to see it. And it's just, I agree.
0: (laughs) Are we developing like a, a bona fide rivalry here as well?
3: I think so. A what rivalry?
0: Sorry. Bonafide, bonafide,
3: bonafide.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, uh,
0: like big time rivalry.
1: I've never heard of that word before.
0: Oh, really? Bonafide? No, really?
1: no, never. I must yeah. be American. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> we probably are. But like, like I said, I'm like, Katie, you're like the Olympic champ. Like, like for me, like, it's you like
3: you ninety back to back. Like, I gotta I, get, I, I gotta get it together. My goodness, Nina, I can't just rest on my laurels right now my goodness I know but like in my mind I'm like
1: that's where I see you and it's like oh I don't even like me and Katie having a rivalry like no like she's amazing (laughs) but it's you know the older I get you know I'm 26 like the more I like get into my career and like you know develop as an athlete I think I'm like gaining that belief and it's like oh like maybe I can mix it with Katie like especially in Zurich I was like oh my god Katie's gonna want to like smack my ass and like (laughs) And I just – I did my own comp and I, like, showed up and, you know, you showed up as well and I I beat you and I was like, oh, my God, like I just beat Katie. Like, I don't know. It was just (laughs) – yeah, like I think the more I do it and the more I'm competing well, that belief is just growing.
3: So maybe we are – in fairness, I think I was twenty-six when I kind of came into my own and jumped 91 that first time. It takes yeah. a few years out to really find that, but like you have found your jump. Like you're super dialed into that right now. And that is intimidating as another athlete. It's like you're you haven't missed over 80 since since before Budapest it's like okay she's gonna she's gonna knock out 80 86 91 like we gotta be ready and it's cool because I think it's it's great for the sport in general because I people love to show up to a competition and see and see a good battle I mean don't get me wrong people love watching Mondo like is he gonna jump a world record or not but I think also showing up not knowing who's going to win that day and knowing that, and not even just us right now, there are several women in the mix that can, that can, that can jump high and and give any one of us a run for our money. So it's that I think is so good for the sport. And especially going into an Olympic year, I think it's going to help keep it really exciting and it keeps me motivated. I, it's like, I can't, I can't just, yeah, like I said, rest on my laurels. I, I have to keep, gunning it and next year give training everything i have if i if i want to win because nina's a gamer she has showed up i mean she showed up in what pb'd at worlds last year and had a huge first attempt at 80 wasn't it was that or it was you had jumped 80 i jumped so pb before
1: was like 82 and then i at worlds i jumped 80 so yeah i jumped close
3: okay and to do it again in a world champs, it's like, okay, she's she's gonna show up at a major. Like she just she will. She has that gamer in her. So I gotta be ready too.
0: It sounds like, you know, sometimes I think, especially like in elite sport, there's a little bit of an allergy to to a rival. Like that that like Katie, oftentimes like athletes will be like, No, 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 I'm just in my lane, like I'm only. It doesn't matter. And it's like, well, but doesn't it matter if someone else is I don't know. You tell me, but it, seems like it does a little
3: bit. I think, yeah, pole vault, it's just you versus the bar. Sure. But if she hadn't cleared 90 on that third attempt, I don't think I would have because her clearing it just created this insane adrenaline rush. I've almost, I don't know that I even had that at the Olympics, to be honest. Like, but like, when I stepped on that runway, it was pure electricity running through my body. My fingers were tingling. I've, I I don't know if I've ever felt that way before. And I I picked because I at that point I was getting tired and I kept thinking I don't want this to go to a jump off. I don't know if I can do it. And then she clears ninety. I'm like, well, I really I would rather it go to a jump off than not, <laughs> like than not clear this. Like, and even though it's you against the bar. Somebody clearing a higher bar elevates your level of competition. It just brings out, yeah, a higher level of jumping. And it's so, yeah, it it definitely you want to stay in your lane and not stress about what other people are doing. But it it steps up the level of competition. And I'll come I'm coming in tomorrow knowing, hey, I've got to be ready. I've got to be on to it's a win.
0: All right. So, I, I just one. Well, I always say one more thing, and that ends up being two more things. So, last couple of things <laughs> is Nina. I since you're a little bit removed from this experience, has there been something unexpected from it that that has been really cool, or like has there been? I mean, it, it sounds like it it ignited some of this conversation around sports and what does it mean and all that kind of stuff. But has there been something also that it's created? this is a cool thing that I'm a part of.
1: Um... Like, yes, obviously, but I'm also going to answer no. Like, I've worked really, really hard in the last few years of not letting my self-worth as a human and a person get tied up in winning. And just because, like, I won, it doesn't doesn't make me a better person. Like, my family isn't going to love me anymore. It's like, they're gonna, still going to love me even if I didn't make the final, you know? And, like, obviously, like, the media want to talk to me and, like, you know, it blows up your life in that kind of way. But... My friends still talk to me the same. My family still love me exactly the same. It's like, yeah, I don't want to. uh, I'm trying to decouple the two. My self-worth and my performance are very different things.
3: Gosh, I wish I had that self-awareness at your age. Uh, That's that's a perfect response to that. It's funny because people too have asked are is your like, has your relationship with Nina changed? I'm like, honestly, no, because I liked her so much to begin with. Like we were already friends. Like it, like, yes, this will always tie us together. And this will always, I, I feel like we're always get, going to be, you know, look back on this and think so fondly of each other because of it. But I already, we we're already friends. So it d- didn't really change anything. Like,
0: I think uh, I, I promised there'd be one more thing. I, I think, that, no, that's <laughs> I think that Nina, I, I loved your answer. I think it also, when you look internally, there's the ability of, as an athlete, to see that you can really impact people. And I think that this moment impacted because it went just beyond who won women's pole in Budapest. You know what I mean?
1: For sure. And like, I know in Australia, especially, I can't really comment on the United States, but in Australia, like, uh, the Women's World Cup had just finished and the Matildas had gained like, the most amount of views on Australian television ever and women's soccer, like, and then for me to kind of perform in Budapest, like, a week or two later, it just got that, you know, that snowball continued of, like, women and sport and it's just such a big movement in Australia right now and I know I've contributed to that and just to, like, any young girl out there, it's just, like, oh, my gosh, I'm just – I can't believe like I've inspired them in that kind of way. And that just makes me like really happy.
0: Nice. All right. Well, thank you both for your time.
3: Thank you. Nice.
0: We appreciate This is the
2: Olympics.com podcast. That is truly a once in a lifetime story for those two elite athletes. Well done all the way around. There's more original content on povaulting right here at olympics.com. You can find a podcast from a few years ago with Caterina Stefanidi, the 2016 Rio Olympic gold medalist in vault. Well worth a listen. That's it for this episode of the olympics.com podcast. Hit us up at Olympics with any feedback you have. We Love feedback helps us to get better. You can also hit me up on my Twitter, at tk TKSportsTweets. Thanks for being a part of the Olympic community. And follow the Road to Paris 2024 Olympic qualification process right here as well. We'll see you next time.
0: For more in-depth and original Olympics-related feature content,
2: search our platforms here on olympics.com.